The next topic that I will discuss will be eating disorders. I chose to speak about this topic because I had the opportunity to present it for my seminar facilitation and wanted to deepen my understanding. The most common eating disorders in Canada are anorexia, bulimia, and binge eating disorder. In fact, 10% of those suffering die from anorexia complications. Now, this past year has been challenging for many of us, and COVID-19 has had a major impact on countless individuals. However, according to Tuzi, Lacey, and Hay 2020, the negative emotional effects of quarantine are likely to have been heightened for many anorexia nervosa sufferers. Author Roger 2020 states that the present COVID-19 pandemic has created a global context likely to increase eating disorder risk and symptoms, decrease factors that protect against eating disorders, and exacerbate barriers to care. These studies are important to examine given the present times of COVID. This topic is of particular importance to me because during my teen years, while I did not have a diagnosed eating disorder, it took friends and family voicing their concern for me to realize that I had developed an unhealthy relationship with food and exercise. Coming from a competitive dance background, the topic of an ideal body image was emphasized, leading me to struggle with my body image and self-esteem. Due to personal experience, I hold so much empathy for those who are currently fighting their battle with eating disorders. To get the whole picture of a patient's experience, it's key to use a wide lens, such as the HP lens, with a topic as broad as eating disorders. I can utilize commitment from the five C's by ensuring I remain an advocate for my patients needs, and seek out help or resources when working as a nurse. I can demonstrate curiosity by first asking necessary questions of both the patient and family to assess and determine the dynamic and what values they may hold. This can aid in developing well-rounded patient family care. Secondly, curiosity can also help me examine the structures and forces influencing the situation. For example, does the individual and their family have the resources available to help them seek out adequate support? If not, how can I aid in connecting them with adequate help? As I've grown older, I have worked hard to develop a healthy relationship with my body and would love to be the support system encouraging my patients I care for to do the same.